Welcome, episode 15, a Community This Fit podcast. Yeah. Today we're talking about specifically strength and conditioning. Yep. Strength and conditioning, and even more specifically, our special guest. Cody, introduce our guest. Porter. Porter Porter Skidmore. Yeah. He's hanging out with us today. Uh, Porter and I have been working together most of the summer. We're about two months right now. About two months we've been working together. So we've been uh, talking about nutrition. We've been doing a lot of personal training, uh, getting him ready to go to Hope College. You're leaving in what, next week? Next Friday. Yeah. yeah. So he leaves a week. Leaves in a week to head to college. He's going to play baseball? Yeah. Yeah, sweet. Cool. So we got Porter in here today. One of the things that we wanted to do, just have a conversation with you, talk a little bit about your strength and conditioning background what it looked like before we started working together, uh, what it looks like now, all of that fun stuff. For sure. Sound good? Yeah. All right, man. All right, so let's jump right into it, dude. Let's talk about, you know, what's your background just in sports in high school? In high school, I was a two-sport athlete. Okay. Tennis in the fall, baseball in the spring. Uh, I was pretty accomplished, I feel. Uh, Tennis, I had multiple individual and team conference championships. I had a individual and team regional championship. Qualified for the state tournament twice. Uh, both times I ended up making it to the semifinals. Uh, baseball, same thing. I uh, got called up my sophomore year to varsity. That year we won our fifth straight district title. Nice. And yeah, that's that's about it. No slouch on the, uh, on the athletic side. <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously you're going to play at the collegiate level, at the next level. Yeah. So you are probably one of the, uh, the the higher tier athletes that come out of you know a typical high school program sports program yeah awesome so with that you know strength and conditioning that's a part of the sport experience right which yeah. we're learning over the summer right Definitely. so yeah. what did you do in high school as far as strength training uh the bare minimum yeah? for sure yeah i uh, i'm not gonna see your neck like i was the most uh active guy in the weight room during high school. Uh, yeah, very little. Um, one cool thing I remember is actually during preseason tennis, uh, our head coach would get all the teammates around and we'd meet up at the Heritage Hill uh, Monday through Thursday uh, at the beginning of August all the way through tryout week. So it lasted about a month nice. and uh, we'd work out. He'd had like a little conditioning program we followed. So we were in pretty good shape going into tennis season, but uh, that's that's really about it for sure as far as strength okay. conditioning what uh so i mean you did take like you know weight training like typical yeah. weightlifting class like yeah. a lot of us do you know if we're playing a, a high school sport what uh in your sports what was the culture around strength and conditioning you know between your sport between you know weight training the school in general all that stuff uh weight training I would like, in my opinion, I would say that it was an opportunity offered to all students mm-hmm. to have an hour of your day cut out to go and work out and try to get stronger. But I also feel like it was only serious by those who wanted to take it serious. Sure. So, um, you know, you had your few dedicated athletes that were in the weight room every single day, you know, getting right to it, working hard. And you had others that really just didn't take it as serious. And I, I won't pretend to be like I was one of the guys working hard, you know. I kind of use it as a blow off a little bit, and mm-hmm. that's one of my uh, biggest regrets in retrospect. Uh, I just kind of wish I would have kind of gotten into strength and conditioning a little bit sooner. But I know, like you said, the, the best time to start was two years ago, five years ago, but the second best is, you know, today. Yeah. So. Yep. Right. 
do you feel, um, you know, through your high school sport career that you were encouraged by your maybe sport coaches or whoever, you know, to lift regularly, gain strength, as opposed to just skill development or maybe practice? Um, I mean, yeah, all the coaches, you know, they advocate it. They say, you know, uh, get in the weight room, get stronger, get faster. But again, it falls back on you to take it upon yourself to get in there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like I said, the opportunity was there. Just some athletes choose to take advantage of it and others don't. So. Right. Awesome. What, uh, so we've talked a little bit, you know, about the past, you know, the high school experience, strength and conditioning um, in that regard. Let's talk, let's fast forward a little bit, kind of come a little, you know, more future, like present. What, uh, what got you started in what we're working on right now as far as your strength and conditioning program? What got me started was once I did decide to continue my baseball career at the collegiate level, uh, I think one of the coolest things was that one of the first people I heard from was my head strength and conditioning coach. He sent me an email and said, you know, congratulations. I'm, I'm happy for you to become an incoming Hope athlete. Mm -hmm. And uh, he said, but we're going to get right to it. And he sent me a a week-by-week strength and conditioning program that he wanted me to follow over the summer, and that's when I got in here and talked to you, set something up, and hit the ground running, I guess. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, Collegiate level strength and conditioning is a part of every sport. Mm -hmm. In high school, it may not be pushed as hard, you know, for some specific sports not calling any sport out at all but you know maybe people don't associate swimmers with strength and condition like lifting weight in the weight room or distance runners or uh you know maybe even tennis players or baseball or whomever they don't they don't when they think of weight room they think you know football players maybe wrestlers maybe you know more of the contact sports the maybe the track and field athletes you know the throwers are the only ones in the weight room that sort of stuff what we find out when we go on to you know the next level, everybody does strength and conditioning. Yeah, definitely. If you don't, you're not playing. Exactly. That's one of the big things was, you know, I, my head baseball coach told me he said you have the skill set of a collegiate baseball. You wouldn't have been recruited if you didn't have the skill set. Mm-hmm. But he told me he said the biggest thing is you have to get bigger and stronger. He said collegiate athletes, you know, they're those next level athletes that are gonna be in the weight room getting stronger getting faster. So I really took that responsibility upon myself to really make sure it was a priority to get in here this summer to best prepare me for the collegiate level. Yeah. And what's really cool, I think, is that up at Hope, at least, um, the head strength, and conditioning, head strength and conditioning coach has a program for every single sport. They have their time slot. They show up. They have a program specifically designed for that sport. And they're in there three times a week during the season and five days a week in the off season. Yep. So mm-hmm. that's every good collegiate strength and conditioning program. It's no longer like a hey, you know, you probably should go to the weight room and do this. It's this is just what we do. It's in great culture. You you have to. Yep. They realize that in order to stay, you know, injury resilient, to become the best version of yourself athletically, mm-hmm. to dominate the competition, the stronger person will always uh, rise to the top in those occasions, right? If you have two athletes who are 
matched up, or two teams, forget two teams who are matched up like same record, athletically, their skill set looks exactly the same. I will stake my life savings on the stronger team. That's just how it goes, right? Stronger people are harder to kill. When you're playing sports, you're trying to, I mean, it doesn't matter if you're playing tennis or swimming, you're trying to dominate your competition. Stronger people do that better. That's just how it goes. So we need to hit strength and conditioning. For you talking about, you know, they said you need to get bigger and stronger. When we started, I think we put on what, like eight pounds? Nine pounds. Nine pounds in two months. And I mean, you can see on your frame, it's not like nine pounds of dad bod weight. (laughs) Yeah. Dude, you, your, I mean, your physical appearance, your stature, your shoulders, your arms, your upper body, your legs, everything, your, all of it's getting bigger and we're putting on some significant amount of muscle and size and density uh, in just two months. Imagine what this would have been like, you know, four years ago. Exactly. You know, I always sit there and wonder, you know, what, what potential I could have reached if I would have started taking strength and conditioning and nutrition more serious sooner, but uh, I'm just glad yeah. I've, I've started. There's nothing you can do about then, but for, you know, we'll talk a little bit more in a minute, but for people coming up, you mm-hmm. know, dude, if you're a freshman and you want to, or you have any sort of aspiration to be the best version of yourself athletically, play at the next level, you better be eating right most of the time. Dude, you're a high school kid. I'm not expecting you to not ever eat pizza, <laughs> but eat right most of the time and you better be lifting some weights. You're gonna stay stronger, happier, healthier. You're gonna be a better athlete. What does our, uh, I mean, what does it, your typical training day look like? It's definitely not, you know, people would think you and I working together, you're in here doing CrossFit. No. Definitely not that, right? We're working off of your strength and conditioning program, Mm -hmm. which looks a lot like a pretty traditional gym split, right? We'll do the big lifts, we work on, we still do our explosive dynamic movements, Mm -hmm. right? We're still cleaning, we're hitting high pulls, uh, we're going, you know, single arm, single leg stuff. This program looks very similar to the one that we do with our high school athletes, Mm -hmm. right? A lot of the explosive dynamic movements, we'll hit some step ups, and then, you know, some days we'll have some, well, a lot of core stuff. A lot of core stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like, dude, you did like, what, 20 minutes of planks or something the other day almost? Yeah. Yeah, that's wow. nuts. Good core stuff. And then, you know, today we get to have some fun. Maybe we'll do some buys and tries. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> right? There is a place for all of these things in strength and conditioning and fitness. It's just knowing where they are. If you're hitting the weight room and you're all you're ever doing is buys and tries, you're missing you know, the ability to put on some real size and strength. Mm-hmm. Got to hit the big lifts first. What, uh, it's only been two months, right? Yep. What benefits have you seen personally? Hmm. Well, obviously the nine pounds of added weight, I don't feel as, you know, scrawny, Yeah. you know. But one thing that I was thinking about here recently was just my, my personal self image has increased so much. I think that before, you know, I've always felt undersized. You know, I felt that I was being passed up by my classmates and whatnot. But now, just after this short two months, my own personal image of myself, I like seeing myself get stronger and starting to thicken out, you know, it just, it's really been positive from that, like a mental aspect. But uh, also uh, the strength, 
benefits for sure. So on top of coming in and working out Monday through Friday and training for baseball three times a week, I played travel baseball and it's, most of the summer. Yeah, right? most of the summer. Yep. I think it was June through mid July. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was funny. One time at practice, um, a ground ball got hit to me, and one of our faster kids on my team was running, running out of first base. And I fielded the ball. And before, I probably wouldn't have been able to make that kind of a play, but I threw the ball across, and I could just feel like I had a little something extra on it. Yeah. And I got it across the time and got him out. And I just, it was one of those moments where I just kind of like looked at my hand, and I'm like, did I just do that? Yeah. And then, like, all my teammates kind of hyped me up and stuff. And then that's when I was like, all right, yeah, like, working out starting to pay off for sure. Awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. All right. So let's look a little bit, you know, um, we'll be in the future just a bit. If you could hop in that time machine, go back, talk to freshman Porter, what, uh, what advice, what things are you going to tell him? Get in the weight room. That's that's the first thing I'd say is just, you know, don't don't sell yourself short by uh, just thinking that you can get by specifically off your skills. Mm -hmm. It's it's a foundation. If you're stronger and faster on top of improving your skills, you're just going to be a next level athlete for sure. But uh, another thing was so when I started like in the weight training class, um, it was intimidating. I, I was a freshman taking it my second semester and at my lifting station right next to me was a kid throwing up like 335 on back squat like just mm -hmm. some insane and I'm I'm sitting there struggling to get like 135 I'm sure. like dude like this this kind of stinks like I feel like the little shrimp but just it's a process mm -hmm. you're not gonna be able just to hop in there and just throw around like crazy weight and like Seth said a couple of podcasts ago you know love the process of it like that's one thing that I've really, really enjoyed this summer specifically. Like, week by week, I just see small improvements. And for me, that's just more motivation to keep doing what I'm doing. So, old me, I'd say get in the weight room and just be realistic and know that you're not going to be able to get instant results. It's a process. So, just to be patient and just enjoy the ride. Yeah. People get confused by the grind. They think that, you know, they see these really good athletes, even at the high school level. You know, you see the seniors putting up this sort of weight, and you're like, oh, this guy just must be strong. Yeah. Dude, he started at the exact same spot, maybe even lower than you started, right? It has to start somewhere. Some people get so intimidated by that that they just decide not to start at all. That is where it becomes the problem, right? If you are so, and that's part of that confidence thing. It's hard to get over that initial hurdle of like going into the weight room or coming into this place, right? Once you do, it's like, oh, this isn't so bad. You may still be a little bit intimidated and, you know, a little bit like, oh man, this guy's doing this, this guy's doing that for a while. Mm -hmm. But you get, the more you are exposed to something, the more comfortable you're going to get with it. Eventually, you're going to get to the point where you're like, yeah, this dude's over here, but let's, let's be honest. He's been doing this for four years. I have gone from the bar to 135 to 155 in a month. That's pretty dope. <laughs> People get so lost in what everybody else is doing that they lose you know, the journey that they're on. 
the confidence thing that you touched on a little bit ago um, only comes through putting in that work. That's the thing. If you never come into the gym, you never go into the weight room, you're never going to get all those little markers of progress and those things that make you feel really good. You're going to be stuck in this crazy cycle of like, oh, he's just strong. Yep, and it becomes the story that you tell yourself. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's just strong. She's just strong. Oh, they're, they're just a better athlete than me. They must come from better stock. I bet their parents were real good <laughs> athletes. Anything, you'll come up with any excuse that you can possibly think of to justify the reason that you don't take any action. It has to be, I'm doing this, I need to do this, and all of a sudden, same thing as you. You start seeing yourself in the mirror, you're like, Oh yeah, <laughs> right? You start filling out your jeans or your shirt a little bit better. And you're like, hey, this isn't so bad. And then you get addicted to the process, the results, right? Because one of the cool parts about the process is it yields results. Exactly. It do- if it didn't, nobody would do it. But you have to get over that initial hurdle of this is scary, this is intimidating, I'm not sure that I can do it. People get into that and then they're like, I'd just rather not do it at all or I'm gonna make this, you know, I'm gonna make a joke out of this. Mm-hmm. I did high, I took high school weightlifting class. I get it, I remember exactly what it was like. And we were so intimidated as freshmen by it that we just went in there and we dicked around for an hour because that was better than, you know, looking like a, a pussy compared to the senior who's over there squatting a house and benching even more, <laughs> right? You got to get over that part to really be able to, to progress. Moving on, what advice would you have for all of the student athletes, you know, who have the opportunity to come to a facility like this or even take weightlifting class? What would you say to them? This is your platform. You get to be like, Coar High School, this is what's up. What's your message? Just the same thing, you know, you just, you gotta take advantage of it. If an opportunity is there for you to get in here, get stronger, get faster, it's selfish of yourself to not take advantage of it. And I promise you that if you do take advantage of this opportunity, you will see the results on your body and on whatever playing field they're gonna be at. Yeah. So just do what you gotta do, get in here. It's, this is the first step to becoming you know, next level athletes. Coldwater is a very, they're, the community is very proud of the athletics. Yeah. It's, it's, it's oh, a pretty sure. big thing in the community. So to continue this like high standard. Well, of it's a tradition six, of excellence yeah. is what it, it was, what it becomes. It's we've, this last couple of years of athletics have really starting to set and raise the bar yeah. as far as, you know, uh, competing and winning conference and regional and district championships, you know, the state team or the state track team, state track team, winning the state championship. So you just, it, to continue this tradition of success, this is the, this is the platform for sure. Yeah. This is the, this is the behind the scenes stuff. This is the work that you have to do. None of those athletes, some of them are very gifted athletes, but none of it was not handed to any of them, right? They had to work harder than everybody else to get to where they're at. Just because you were on a team with that guy doesn't mean that the magic's gonna like sprinkle off of him onto you. You gotta do the same work that he's doing. Yep. I already know the answer to this question, but we'll ask it anyway. Do you see yourself continuing with strength and conditioning throughout your collegiate career? 100%. Yeah? It's, 
it's a it's a center point in collegiate athletics. You know, it like you said to compete at a high level, you have to lift in any collegiate program. Yeah. So, um, I'm, I already know that I got a 5:30 a.m. slot, and as soon as I get up there next Friday, you know we're gonna be hitting it hard. So. Awesome. Yep. Well, what do you think, Don? You got any got anything else? I like it. Awesome. Imagine where you would have been from a freshman. Oh, I know. But man, that's that's what we're here for, though. Exactly. I mean, we're trying to we're trying to build this, re revamp the entire culture, of the sports program to add strength and conditioning more than just the hour. It's here. We're open. They got to take advantage of it. Got to get your butts in here. There are very few of the sports available at the high school level where individuals will carry a team. I don't know of any that the individual carry the team. I mean, you get, you know, the individual sports, wrestling, it becomes more individualized, maybe swimming, um, tennis even in part, right? All of those can become very individualized. But if you are going to be on a team and compete as a team, if you are super strong and very skilled, but the rest of your team didn't show up to the weight room, your team's going to be dog crap. That's just how it's going to go because you didn't put in the work. You didn't earn it. We talked about with the kids before they left that, that uh, what we call pay the man, right? The concept of pay the man is paying the man is how you pay an effort, right? You have to pay with effort, with sweat equity, with, you know, blood, grit, whatever it takes. You can't go to that next level with things like money or bartering or trading. The man wants to get paid. The man will get paid. If you don't pay him, your opponent's going to pay him. And if you show up on the field of battle across from another team, you better hope that your team paid a little bit more than the other team did. Because if they outworked you in the offseason, if they were in the weight room more consistently, if they were practicing harder, developing their skills, that's the team that's going to win. In high school sports, it is rarely the team that has the most skilled individuals that sees the greatest amount of success. It is the team that is cohesive and works together and puts in the work on the back end through practice, through strength and conditioning that excels 99% of the time. You just have to, you have to pay the man. You've done a great job this summer. It's been an absolute pleasure to work with you. We still got another week, so that'll be dope, right? Dude, you've been paying the man. I'm so excited to see uh, what you're going to do at the next level. Thanks for being on the show with us. Yeah, Yeah, thank you. This is it. This is the magic. Yeah. Community Disfit Podcast. I'm Don. Cody. Porter. Hey, see you guys next time.